Barely. Blog Talk yeah. Radio. <laughs> We ain't nothing but some truth, George. We ain't nothing but some cheese. Cheese on the podcast. Said it's different, seven, swing and three. Swing and three, yeah. Said it's nothing on the big ass What's happening, what's happening, what's happening? Merry Christmas Eve to everybody. 2017 coming up to a wrap on Jesus' birthday today. Everybody getting ready for the family festivities and all that good stuff. Another year coming and passing. If only we had a Christmas-type fight that we should have had a few weeks ago, that would have been something to look out for, but good thing for that, we got the NBA, which really starts tomorrow. LeBron James and his best buddy, D-Wade, and everybody else is going to be putting on really when the holiday is perfect. But, man, it's cold as hell out here. I know us Californians ain't really used to this kind of cold. We're talking about 26 degrees out here. I'm too tropical for that. Pimp coats are coming out. But, man, what a year in boxing. We were talking about the awards that we're going to have coming up for this show, which includes Fighter of the Year, Knockout of the Year, Fighter of the Year, or Fight of the Year, excuse me, Upset of the Year, Trainer of the Year, and the new prestigious Donkey of the Year, which, uh, man, that was a tough one to call. But um, anyways, in this illustrious episode of the first ever Outsiders Boxing Podcast Awards Show. Get started. We're going to have to take it down to Houston, Texas to see how my main man Will is doing. Oh, wait, no, excuse me. He is not in Houston, Texas. My man is traveling overseas right now. So the whole time frame of all this is something that we made it here early and all for you guys because Will is on, he's in the future on my ass right now because it's only 12 o'clock here, noon Pacific. But where are you at, uh, Willis? Well, you're right. You're in the future of me, so, uh, you know, we'll wait to see when my man's ready once he's uh, got it all situated out there and see how he sees everything going. But I know that we got uh, Janelle here with us. Um, If I could take it to my man, Janelle, see what's going on with him, getting ready for the whole Christmas Eve night and what lies ahead for everybody. But, man, what a year in boxing we could talk about, and this being the Outsiders Boxing Podcast first ever award show. And Janelle, I had to hit you guys up to get your input and see how you guys seen it coming because we casted a majority of votes put together for everybody's opinion, which included the guys, the originals, all of us. We had to say so in this voting. Everybody that's uh, showing us love on Twitter and on the Facebook page made sure we reached out to you guys, whether it was direct message or text message from some of you. Um, so, so getting everybody's votes and casting it all, making it all about how we see things, because we see things 
between the mist and read between the lines at the Outsiders Boxing Podcast. There is no sugarcoating and there is no uh, walking on eggshells. We tell it how it really is, and that's what makes this list prestigious. Um, but, you know, our list compared to everybody else's list, you know what it is. They might tell you that Triple G versus Canelo was the fight of the year, and it might be at a high percentage one from some of those forums you see out there. But, you know, it is what it is. Walking around right now in my robe, sipping some champagne real early. Going to start the new year off with a bang early, starting on Christmas time. But, you know, another thing is championship week in fantasy football. Hopefully you guys are doing good there. Hopefully you're not going against Todd Gurley like I am. Yeah, that's that. But, uh, man, a whole lot going on in the boxing world. Fights being announced. Some fights you expected. Some fights came out of left field. Some might even have some news saying something that I was thinking of, not this again. That being Floyd Mayweather talking about possibly signing a UFC contract for a billion dollars in which would be a three-fight deal, speculation says. That's ridiculous. But we thought Mayweather versus McGregor was ridiculous. Thought it wasn't going to happen. One of those things where Floyd just keeps his name out there relevant, speaking to the media. He might say some crazy stuff from time to time, but... The man hasn't really lied when he's uh, talking about making some big news happen. So, you know, uh, money talks and bullshit walks. Floyd Mayweather has been walking on two nice feet for a long, long time now. But, man, about fights being announced. Oh, Keith Thurman finally coming off his, his injury appears that he wants to get in the ring with one Jesse Vargas. People are calling it a tune-up fight or a warm-up fight. Even Keith Thurman might have said something along those words. But don't underestimate the former two-weight champion, Jesse Vargas. Big kid. Big kid with a lot of heart. And, I mean, tough customer. Not an easy out. Saddam Ali found that out the hard way. Tim Bradley almost found that out the hard way after running a clean slate, and everybody knows about within the final minute, 30 seconds of that fight. Jesse Vargas almost knocked him out with one of the biggest right hands he landed in his career. Hats off to Tim Bradley for that. Bradley head. But Jesse Vargas... Tim Bradley, April 14th, is what it's looking like. Destination still be um, discussed of where it's going to be at. Other news, you got Danny Garcia getting back in the ring finally against one Brandon Bam Bam Rios. 
Danny finds these guys when no one thinks it's possible. Fight that should have happened in 2013. But since they can make it work now, look, okay, I get it. Everybody's thinking, oh, Danny Garcia's cherry-picking again. Might seem that way. Everybody knows I'm a Danny Garcia fan, but I call it a spade a spade. Call it how I see it. He has been doing certain things like that. The um, the way I see it, Danny Garcia has been doing what he needed to do for majority of the time when he's done it, picking apart a few guys when he needed to stay busy. But this one's a little different. Keith Thurman dealing with his injury. Seems like all he wanted was a rematch with the guy after losing sitting around waiting forever. So, hey, what do you do? Wait around for Thurman? He's already getting something lined up with Vargas. Absolutely not. Probably get a stay-busy fight. Not with Rod Salka, a guy who's one really back in the list as far as division rankings go. But he's getting a guy like Brandon Rios right now. And, I mean, what do you do? Give a dog a bone. He's, um, you know, it's a stay-busy fight. Danny Garcia, eventually he'll get a fight with Thurman down the road, but right now it's looking like Thurman's going to probably look for Sean Porter rematch after this. We'll figure something out. I know everybody wants the Spence fight to happen, but... Everybody's putting a lot of pressure on Thurman about that since fight. But, you know, we got so much shit to go over. So let's just start it off by seeing how my man's doing. See what's going on with him out in the future. A lot ahead of me. But my man, D. Willow Wilson, are you there, my brother? What's going on, man? How are you? Merry Christmas Eve to you and yours, my man. Oh man, hey RT, how how do I sound? Can you hear me? You sound good, man. You sound um, just like any other time I hear you loud and clear, my man. What's going down? All right, cool, cool. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, sorry about that, man. I'm out here in, in uh, Nina's Ham Suite, and it's about nine seventeen p.m. out here. We just shut down the, our Christmas celebrations. Uh, they celebrate uh, a day early, um, so that's why I was a little late, but. Um, you know, uh, I, I'm glad you kept it going, you know, um, put you in the bind, but you kept it real out there. I didn't take any shots. I definitely would have been taking shots at you. So, you know, um, I appreciate you not doing it. But next time, if it happens, I'm still taking shots at you. So just remember that. Um, but it's been a hell of a year in boxing, man. And, you know, we've been holding it down for uh, for the last couple of months. I'm glad uh, we get to end the year off with this award show. And, um, yeah, I'm always ready to talk boxing, man. So let's do it. Well, yeah, man, it's good to hear from you. I didn't want to put your business out there on blast. You're busy doing dishes for the woman and all that. So I just 
you know, put that aside and was like, yo, I could, you know, I could talk. I like to talk every now and then. I'm walking around sipping orange juice out the, out the bottle. No big deal. But, man, look, we've been talking about this award show for a while. I thought it was going to be easy to do myself just because, yeah, you just put out a survey to everybody and see how it goes. But you got, you got people who are argumentative that time, like a Pacific Northwest guy. And other people think this should have been there, that should have been there. Look, we're trying to make it simple for everybody. With five people as an option, that was hard enough as it is. I couldn't imagine if we had a list of ten and trying to calculate all this shit. Fighter of the year, knockout of the year, donkey of the year, fight of the year, upset of the year, trainer of the year. That's a lot, man. And especially coming from how we've been holding down boxing, not only this first year that we started off as this, this upstart podcast, but for a long time now. We've been telling it how it is, what the media is afraid to say because they want to stay on people's good sides whenever they're around those little, uh, the, the catering and all that. That's why you see some of those media members, a lot of boxing writers who are talking who are, who are actually around Floyd Mayweather when he's talking for Javante Davis. You would think that Dave Chappelle has a microphone or something. As much as these guys are laughing at all, Floyd, you know, pretty lame jokes. So, um, it, it is what it is. We know how it is, and um, you know, don't get it twisted neither. Whenever we see somebody, and if it's something we have any sort of criticism towards, then we'll we'll let it be known. Just like I had my issue with Omar Figueroa, all that stuff. It is really real. Sometimes people don't like the truth, but the truth is like the vegetables, man. Might not taste good, but it's good for you. No word, word. And speaking of Figueroa, he's uh, I think he's about to fight Broner, man. So two of your guys going at it, Bumfest. <laughs> Bumfest. I thought it was gonna be a good fight the other day. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, you know, there, there's the thing that they used to have uh, back in the day it was called bum fight, and uh, it would be two okay. bums going at it, and there was good fights. You know, it was very enjoyable, very entertaining, <laughs> but at the same time, it was bums fighting. You know, so. You know, I love AB. Um, I used to ride with Figueroa, but both of them has fallen off. So, you know, this is a fight for their lives. Whoever, if whoever loses this one, is probably done. Even though Figueroa, I don't even think he has any losses, if I if I'm correct. But he's just so, I don't even know. He's just been beat up, given gifts, no skills, and uh, you know, no, I, he ha- I don't know what's wrong. I don't think he has the heart. He has the skills, maybe. But I don't know if he has that dog in him or maybe he doesn't have the skills and he has the dog. I don't know. It's just something about him. You know, being a Texas guy, I wanted to show him love. Um, I've been showing him love, but it's like he fell off and, I, you know, I'm not really interested in seeing him fight. I am interested in seeing him and A.B. fight. That should be a good fight. Uh, you know, a loser quits match probably. Yeah. You know, like when uh, Shawn Michaels kicked. Uh, Rick Flair in the face, told him I loved you, but kicked him in the face to end his career. That's what's going to happen with this fight. But, uh, you know, I just want to throw that oh, out there. Oh, man. Well, I mean, yeah, I figured he, uh, Figueroa would be your guy, being a Texas native. Um, and I've been watching Figueroa for a long time. Yeah, you're right. He doesn't have any losses on his record technically. But the reason me and him had our little word for word was when I had mentioned a fight that he had with Jerry Belmontes a few years back a fight where he won a close decision, and really, I really didn't think he deserved it at all. Um, and, yeah, I mean, that's basically just how it started. Uh, just, you know, anytime somebody's faced with some sort of criticism, it turns into uh, you don't know shit about boxing or anything like that. Along those lines where everybody just kind of 
uh, they lose their cool when someone doesn't agree with them. Boxing fans are just too sensitive. They're too sensitive in their feelings. As you would call emotional, uh, Willard. But, you know, that fight is being talked about in the works. Um, looking like they want to get that uh, uh, going on. I like the, the matchup stylistically. Uh, Figueroa, to me, doesn't have that much skills, but I think he's he's got that Mexican warrior in him somewhere, and it comes out every now and then. So so much so where if he's going to throw four punches at you, you just don't want to get caught with one of them where it's going to be a follow-up that doesn't look as – it's going to look better than it actually is uh, for the people's eyes. And, and, and they could be fooled by Figueroa a lot because sometimes he, he, he lets himself get in some – uh, dog fights, which really aren't the best for him. You've seen in some of his fights, he's had some ugly cuts. Um, granted, they might have been some headbutts with a uh, with a camera guy, or I, I can't re- remember the uh, Japanese man he fought uh, about four years back, uh, three years back, fight of the year candidate. Um, can't think of it off the top of my head, but nonetheless, uh, the guy, he definitely – could put together the recipe to beat Braun. Everybody knows how to beat Adrian Braun and just smother him. Guys that don't even smother people in fights will smother Adrian Braun because they know that's the recipe to beat him. Marcos, uh, Marcos Maidana put the uh, the blueprint out, and everybody's falling in line. Even Adrian Granados made it a dog fight with AB. So um, that's that's one of those fights that 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 uh, should make an interesting uh, interesting kickoff to 2018, but. What about the uh, your boy, Willa, Keith Thurman, announcing that he's going to be back in the ring, possibly April 14th at the, uh, uh, I believe they're going to do it in Brooklyn, if I'm not mistaken. The, uh, the site's still being determined, so we'll see what that's going on. But Keith Thurman getting in the ring with that ring rush to knock it back off to take on Jesse Vargas. A tough comp, uh, you know, tough comp. He's a tough guy in the ring, a tough outing. Um, what do you think about that? I mean, are you okay with this little tune-up fight? And uh, what's next for Thurman? Oh man, yeah, definitely. I mean, anybody that's not okay with the tune-up fight is is an, an idiot, or just bloodthirsty, or a hater. One or the other, because you know, um, the guy broke his hand, or broke yeah, broke his hand. I believe had surgery on it, right? Or wrist, or something like that. Broke something, had surgery. Uh, got married. Elbow, okay, yeah, but had surgery on it. This wasn't anything. This wasn't no BS. He had surgery on it. Um, I think he's been fighting with it for a while. He uh, he went and got surgery. He got married. He's been so he's been living a good life, uh, putting in a lot of work. Probably not in the ring, but in the sheets, because that's what usually happens when you're you know you're in that newlywed sort of feel. He's been on his honeymoon. You know, so he's just getting in. I I would give him. You know, me personally, I give him two tune-up fights. You know, I would give him to the, you know, I'm not going to say anything bad about Keith Thurman until if we don't see a fight, a good fight, you know, against um, maybe, uh, oh, man. um, Crawford, Spence. Not Crawford or Spence, but, yeah, maybe those guys. But the guy that uh, he beat. It was a close fight. The uh, you know, I've been drinking, so the name is with the dad. My Ooh, man, what's my guy's oh, name? What's my man's name? Uh, the, Porter, yeah, yeah Porter, 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 yeah, him and Kenny, yeah. So yeah, if he fights Porter, yeah, you know, I want to see him fight Porter. You know, he he Porter deserves a rematch. It was a close fight. Um, Porter, and by the end of this, year, by the end of eighteen, 
or, you know, in 19, he needs to start really getting busy. So, you know, I'll give, you know, surgery, wedding, he's probably off his note. And, you know, if anybody wants to see Keith Thurman fight off his note, then they don't really want to see boxing at his best. So, you know, I'll give him two fights. Um, you know, he only fights once or twice a year anyway. So two fights. If by end of 18, beginning of 19, he isn't doing anything uh, realistic, you know, I will I will uh, start calling him out. But until then, you know, the, the man put on gave us good fights. He wasn't really ducking. He, he's been fighting the best in the uh, the best in the division so far. He is the best in the division so far. He's a, probably a top uh, six to seven pound for pound guy. So you know, I'm not hating on that. You know, but what I what I am hating on is your boy. Uh, uh, Billy Hosan is talking about he's trying to fight Amir Khan, but you know we talk. We, you know just, we talk about that later. He's just, he's just making jokes. That's all it is. He's just making jokes. But um, no, uh, I'm with you. I'm with you. Anybody that wants to see Keith Thurman get in the ring with some of these killers right away, you just want to see him lose. Just be honest. And I'm not the biggest Keith Thurman fan, but I won't say that uh, I I don't like him. So um, that's why I stand with the guy. Obviously, I have a lot of respect for what he's done in the uh, so far. Um, he's said some real things in the past, especially you know with the whole Mayweather thing that was involved when you know this whole Spence versus Thurman thing got started was because Floyd didn't want to fight Thurman. So uh, Thurman said some real stuff in that press conference talking about or during the interview, not press conference, and he said he'll fight Spence if he gets the Floyd fight signed up after that never happened that's one thing i guess i could say that i respect keith thurman for in that sense that his mannerism or whatever but yeah i want this fight right here with jesse vargas he's a legit top 10 comp you know in the welterweight division jesse vargas isn't going to be the the best guy in this division but he's going to be one of those tough guys in the division um possibly looking for an elite eight type of rating or ranking with these guys you know, we'll see how it goes. I'm not mad at that, but um, I know Janelle's wanting to chime in on this to see what he's got to say about these fights we just discussed coming up, and um, make sure everything's going on. Uh, everything is uh, good with my man. Hold on. Hey, what's going on? <clears throat> how you doing, Janelle? How you doing, my man? What's going down with you over there? I'm good. My, I'm good. Money just finished doing some rounds. You know, now I'm doing some rounds in the boxing. A podcast, you know. There you go. Staying busy on both ends, consummate professional that he is. Always in shape, my man. How you feeling about this year, man? This year was uh, one of those years where a whole lot transpired from beginning to end. We got well, we the first ever. Well, we had some well, good fights, Yeah, there's a whole, lot of, a whole lot that happened, man. Um, we, we're talking about, you know, we got the fighter of the year, all that stuff that we got put in together, and then, oh, man, some stuff to go into as far as fights that are being announced right now. But all in all, how was this year for you in boxing and the whole Thurman Vargas deal, man? What's going on there? Well, it's a pretty good year. I mean, personally, my favorite fight of the year was the Kel Brook. Uh, I was spent. I mean, yeah. I Jesus mean, Christ, Janelle, 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 we ain't going to the awards yet, man. We gonna go there. I'm just trying to take it on the year, on the year wrap up. That's all. I, I was, I, I was, I was just, that's all. That's all I was doing. 
But as far as like what <laughs> yeah. you said a lot of uh, Willa about Keith Thurman being ranked six or seven, I'm not gonna actually higher on my uh, pound for pound list. First, I think he deserves. No, to be no, high. no. I said top. I said top six or seven. So I'm giving them anywhere from. I'm probably giving them like probably four. But I can see people giving him six. Yeah, 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 Some yeah. people might got him I mean, at three. I'm I mean, just saying he's no less. He's no worse than seven. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he deserves higher. I mean, he gave Danny Garcia on the first loss. He fought Porter. He gave Porter a pretty good beatdown. I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, even before Lomachenko beat uh, Rickendall, people was putting him above Thurman. I was like, how can you come above Thurman? I mean, at that time, just like. But, I mean, it's just what it is. Um, I think he's kind of like the black sheep of the sport right now, if you ask me. Um, I think he's really the black sheep of the sport. I mean, nobody's really giving him his props, really, even though, man, he's got some real solid comments at 147. He's about to fight some stiffer guys also, I mean, when he returns. I mean, but and it seems like he's not really getting his respect. In a way, he kind of reminds me of Bernard Hopkins in the 90s. I'm the guy who really got no respect until he beat Trinidad. You know what I mean? And, and right. with Thurman. It's because he's. Because he's light skinned and has a lisp, light skinned and has a lisp. I think people ain't taking him. <laughs> don't don't take him serious. Hey Janelle, man. Uh, last week, last week I didn't get to. Uh, I didn't call you about the show. Uh, my bad on that. But you, before we get into the uh, get into the awards and stuff, you wanted to speak on that Billy Joe Saunders last week, and I thought you had some interesting stuff. So if it's cool with uh, RC, if you can just uh, you know, if you want to speak on that last week since you weren't there. You know, Billy Joe Saunders is still, you know, that was last week, so it's not that much old news. But, you know, you were a little upset that people were giving, uh, you know, were riding his, was riding his jock so hard, I believe. I mean, I don't really want to get into it too much, you know, but I mean, everybody was jocking him. He started throwing to the way he fought. Um, he put a box claim. He's a sick boxer. He, he put a box claim back when Floyd does it. I mean, he's calling running. He's calling running and other guys. Hey, can you turn it on, guys? Fought like how Sonny fought last week, and they just dashed him. But I mean, I mean, I'm not really riding the wave yet on Bill Joe Sonny. Bill Bill is a guy who has no jab. He just comes in with power shots. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? It, I mean, it kind of reminds me of um, when I look at the two things out box of the car. And look who he had in front of him, you know? He fought a guy and couldn't box. And of course, he's a wonderful solid boxer. And, and we all look at me. It is not really a slick boxer, but he looked slick that night. And, and I was at that fight too. But he got a lot of props for being a boxer that night. But like, look, he was fighting. He was fighting another guy who has no jab, who's just who's just powerful as hell. And that's and that's what uh, 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 Joe Saunders fought last week. So it's like I'm not really riding. Right, but notice how he called out uh, Canelo and Triple G, but he didn't mention Jane Diggins, <laughs> who's available right now. Who's available right now? So it's like you know he didn't. He called Dean Dickens, and now I'm hearing he wants Americana all of a sudden. I mean, what the fuck? I'm <laughs> who the hell is I'm not here Americana since he got knocked out by Canelo. But, but the thing about that is, I think that the uh, I think that the, uh, the the O of Triple G is probably one of the most prestigious O's right now that people want to take in boxing. We talked about Keith Thurman earlier. It's like he's the most wanted man at 147. He's got that O. People want to take it, but I think people want to take Triple G's O a little bit more, especially after his massive well, decline since the Jacob fight. Exactly, exactly. After Jacob's fight, he hasn't seen. And I and I called it going to his last fight. I was like, okay, Jacob took a lot of him, and he lost to Canelo last fight. And 
in the game. He saw that fight, man. Triple G was going to be knocked out. I mean, he looked to show himself. He was like the guy that we saw three years ago. Because three years ago, I think he would have iced Canelo with six rounds tops. You know what I mean? He's not the same guy. I mean, Chicken took a lot out of him. You know what I mean? But still, uh, Triple G and Canelo, we all know he's tied up for the match. Everybody knows he's on negotiations going right now. I mean, Dan Jacobs is available. So why don't you fight Jacobs? Can't see about it. He's not going to win that fight, but Jacobs just got a big deal with HBO. I mean, his stock just rose after Triple G fight. So like, why not take that fight in the meantime? But again, I mean, he, I mean, he, he knows it's a dangerous fight for him. He's fighting a guy who's more athletic than he is, way more powerful than he is, and he had a chance of going to sleep. So it's like, hey, if you don't sit around and wait for Canelo and Triple G winner, that's going to be waiting like another year for a fight then. Well, like well I he said, told Danny Jacobs, I'm, I'm not told really Danny Jacobs to give him $5 million. He'll take $5 million to fight Danny Jacobs. You heard about that, right? <laughs> Man, he won't get $5 million to fight Canelo, but he won't get $5 million for that fight. So, like, come on, he, he's clearly just bidding himself out of the way he's doing. But like I said, I'm not jocking that performance last week. And, again, look who he was fighting. A guy with no jab who just comes in throwing a haymaker bombs. Has no slick boxing skills. Of course he's going to look sharp. You know what I mean? And I want to tell the people, I want to tell the people out there that before you go into that, um, you know, Janelle's only saying this because he's white or he's a UK guy. I'm going to tell y'all that it took Janelle like 90 fights for him to think Crawford was the real deal. Um, I think, he, you know, so, <laughs> you know, Janelle, it, it, <laughs> it took you a while. It was it's, it's add on to that, too. Um, Joe Kazaki is one of my top five favorite fighters of all time. So, so, so nobody can pull that race car and shoot with me and act like you know, just because it's a race or whatever. I mean, that's bullshit. I mean, and well, we either want to do that. That's me. And the, ones who, <laughs> and the ones who do that, though, are the same ones who, it's like I said, um, they knocked Floyd and Rickon down, and they praised uh, Juice Sounds last week, week, last week. But it was like, I mean, Floyd fought that way against Rome, and he got bashed for it. Oh my God, he's a runner. He's a runner. He doesn't want to engage him like I mean, yeah, those same guys are just praising Joe Sons from last week. Uh, Darren Reese was one of them. You know what I mean? It's like Darren Reese was one of them. So it's like, I mean, it's just a double standard, right? It's a double standard. Like, it's like crazy. It is what it is. Definitely is what it is, man. That double standard ain't going nowhere in boxing, that's for sure. So, I mean, um, I, I see what you're saying. And, you know, um, yeah, I like I like Billy Joe Saunders' performance, but as I was telling Willa last night, or I don't know what time it was for him, the Danny Jacobs fight, not looking so great for Billy Joe Saunders. And, and we know what it is when he's saying that, I'll take $5 million. So, you know, um, pricing himself out. It happened plenty of times, you know. Um, but that's just what it is sometimes. And, you know, it, it's not going nowhere. It's uh, it's almost like an old trick in the book. So, um that that is what it is. I mean, Will, I see you, you you wanted to get some shade at Billy Joe Saunders right there, tagging right there to Janelle about that whole stuff. The guy you call Billy Ho for some reason, right? No, yeah. I mean, no, no. It wasn't. No, actually, it wasn't really shade. I really felt bad that I didn't that we didn't hit Janelle up. You know, he's been a, a, a integral part of the show, and for for me, you know, we we're in a rush last week, um, as we usually are. But I didn't hit him up, so. I, he wanted to say that, and I just want to let him know that we do respect him and we do appreciate that he's on the show. And so I just wanted to get him to get that out because he wanted to talk about that. So it wasn't any really hate on him. It was just, I mean, like I said, I'm giving him a little props. Oh, okay, okay. Janelle isn't. 
Janelle is going harder on him than I did. You know what I'm saying? I thought he looked good. Janelle is right about it. You know, he was in front of a punching bag. But I, I want to see more of him. And so, you know, that's all it was. I'm not hating on it. It was a good performance. Like I said, it was an A a performance for me. But, like, but it was against Lemieux. So we just got to see what he can do. And fighting Amir Khan is going to – if he fights Amir Khan, he's Billy Ho again. For sure. <laughs> he's not going to do that, man. He's not going to do that. He's just making a joke of all that. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Um, but, yo, you said we got a call from the 518. Will it no. still there? Maybe they got some. Oh, they lost. They gone. Yeah, yeah no, they gone. Heard that stuff and D about Billy Joseph. Yeah, yeah. D was on for a second too. He got off, but we was probably gonna. Oh man, we was probably gonna fade him anyway, curve him anyway. So we all good. We'll yeah, we'll bring up D a little later when it comes to Donkey of the Year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we definitely got something for him for that one. <laughs> but yo, fellas, all right. So we we covered the Thurman Vargas deal. We know what it is. Uh, Thurman getting himself a quote unquote warm up fight. Um, and and uh, Willis saying he would give him two. I think one's fine. Um, and we'll see what he does getting in the ring next year. It's not like it's, it, he's an elite fighter. He's he's a elite fighter. Bottom line. So if he looks good against Vargas, there's no reason for him to get in the ring with uh, the likes of a Porter rematch, uh, making something right away with Terence Crawford. Or, um, or Spence definitely ain't getting the fight. He's got to wait and build some more cachet uh, to him. Uh, Danny Garcia probably not gonna happen. So we'll see what happens with him. But, um, Easy work. Moving, yeah, moving forward, yeah, if he runs like he did the last few rounds. Um, and speaking of Danny Garcia, looks like he found himself a nice cherry on the floor. You got Brandon Rios <laughs> for a fight at the Mandalay Bay. Now, Mexican-Puerto Rican, uh, I don't know if you want to consider this that kind of fight, but maybe at best this fight could bring the hose out, as Willard likes to say got the possibility for it. That's probably the only good thing I could say about this fight because Brandon Rios is going to be a punching bag and probably uh, take that 10-second 10, 10. So, well, uh, what, what's going on here, man? Danny Garcia keeps finding these guys out of nowhere, and this will be his tune-up fight. If Thurman gets one, so can Danny, right? Uh, no, no, no. Danny does. I, I... – Danny doesn't get a tune-up fight, but Danny isn't to be an elite fighter. Because what was he hurt? No, he was maybe his feelings well, got he, hurt, but his way for Thurman this whole time though, like you know, that's all he wanted was his rematch. He, Every champion like Danny Garcia should at least get a rematch clause, you know. No, 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 he shouldn't get a rematch clause. Like I said, Danny Garcia is a. Is a B. He he does everything at a B plus level, making him a a B plus fighter. He's not elite, so you know he might. You know this isn't. I don't really care. I watch the fight. It could be some uh, fireworks. Um, Brandon Rios is watched, um, so you know it is what it is. I'm not. It's not for you. You say what? It's sure as hell. It ain't gonna be no. No, there ain't going to be no goddamn pay-per-view. It might be on B- Bounce Mandalay TV. Bay, so I won't be surprised if it's not pay-per-view. It's going to be in Mandalay Bay. <laughs> might be on Bounce TV. That shit's going to be on Bounce know. TV, though. Yeah, we ain't worried about that. But it's I'm not bad, on, you know. It's going to be on Showtime, fellas, all right? No, it's going to be on Showtime, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, I, you know, Danny Garcia, I I don't hate him. I like to watch him fight. This Rios fight, it, it is what it is. He's not... 
he's not elite, so I don't think him fighting. I think if an elite elite fighter fights Danny Garcia at this time, he's really he's that's a warm up fight. That's really not a maybe not a tune up, but not you know not anything more than that. You know, not too much more than that. So Brandon Rios, Danny Garcia, eh, it is what it is. I'll watch it. You know, it's probably it, – it, what it will do is probably make him look good. Um, Rios, like Lemieux, is a punching bag. You know, Danny Garcia isn't a a box, a pure boxer like Billy Ho is, but he, he's got something in him. So, you know, I'm not mad at it. I'll watch it, but, you know, I'm not that excited. If I've got something else to do, I'll you know, I won't be watching it. It's not a fight that I've got to see. But, again, I'm not mad at it. Okay, okay, I'll tell you on that. Might some of that have to do with Angel Garcia? Looked at the same way as the – well, he is the, the LeVar Ball of basketball, so maybe that's why Will is feeling that type of way. But, uh, you know, no. how are you feeling about this place? Hmm. Nothing like that. Okay. Um, but, no, Danny Garcia, yeah, he's a um, – he got another one out the woodwork, so – Let's let's put him on that uh, that that same limit that we put Canelo on, and the same type of deal that we put Danny on against uh, Saka. We will accept nothing less than a vicious knockout in this fight, right? Anything less than that is a fail. Oh. Um, you asking me? Yeah, anything? Yeah, no. If you're not, but then again, Manny. Well, Manny, Danny Garcia should be bigger than Manny. Uh, Manny didn't knock him out. Rios, I don't know how many times he's been knocked out, if any. Um, so Tim it just depends. I got to see it. Tim Bradley stopped him. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You. Yeah. yeah. If Bradley he stopped stop him, somebody, right. Danny better be able to. Yeah. He better be. Yeah. No, yeah. If he doesn't, right. So I'm going to go ahead and step out and say if he doesn't knock him out, if he doesn't knock this guy out, he need, he's going to be – he's going to be um, – a gatekeeper from now on, which isn't bad, you know, and that's probably all, you know, I think Danny Garcia has um, over, overperformed expectations. He's had a great career. He's, I mean, his career isn't over for no doubt, but he's done a lot of good things in boxing. So, you know, I won't be mad if he doesn't knock him out, but if he doesn't, uh, yeah, that's a piss poor performance, but we'll see, you know, he might put in work and just make him look, make it look real easy and real good. And I'll, and I'll give him that. I've got to see. I've got to see it. Because Rios isn't – Rios is a showcase, but at the same time, he isn't a showcase. I think Brandon Rios and Danny Garcia at their primes are sim- not not similar skilled, but like similar level fighters. You know what I'm saying? Brandon Rios is probably a – Say that one more time? My bad. Oh, my fault. No, I was just saying if uh, this fight happened three years ago or something like that, it would be a really good fight, really good fight. Right, exactly. Yeah, so I'm not – you know, Brandon Rios isn't – even though he's been getting his ass whooped the last couple of fights, um, they've been by the supreme elite. Um, so we'll see. I'm not mad at it either way. Okay, all right. Um, one thing we'll – Hey, tell Janelle sure text both... you. Janelle, text this or text, text me or text RC – if you, if, whenever you get back on. Yeah, Janelle, holla at us whenever you're ready. You already know what to do, my man. Um, but, no, one thing that was kind of sweeping along the boxing world that we can cover up before we get to the awards, 
Floyd Mayweather back in the news, as I mentioned earlier. It all started on Joe Rogan's illustrious podcast where he had said that Floyd had talked about it. That's one thing I can tell you, Rogan said in his latest Joe Rogan Experience podcast. Um, You know, he said, Dana told me that Floyd wants to make a deal in the UFC like legitimately. I text him. I go, is this Floyd talking about MMA thing for real? He said, yeah. I told him he's fucking crazy, and he's going to get killed. But he's still talking about doing it, says Dana White. Now, Dana White's a clown. We all know this. But when it comes to business, I don't see why Dana would try to make something up like this. Um, Floyd Mayweather, as I mentioned earlier, probably just wants to keep his name in the limelight. Mm, Unless he's feeling like, you know, maybe I get in here, three-fight deal, fight three bums, and make a billion dollars. Yes, he sold for four. 4.2, 4.2, I believe. So why can't they give one to Floyd? This whole thing is crazy. It's going to bring back up the whole MMA bros back in the boxing world, just like we had before their fight in September, which is the most annoying part of talking talking boxing with somebody who had no idea about boxing when we had this whole money fight going. Is there any truth behind this, Willa? Do you think Floyd's just blowing smoke up everyone's ass so they could talk about him again because he's bored in retirement? Or is Floyd Mayweather really thinking about doing this? Because, hey, it might be something that Floyd would never want to do as far as holding an L, but a billion-dollar contract, if that's even possible. What do you think, Willa? I mean, three fights billion dollars is what I heard something crazy like that um, but then Floyd came back and said that's a lie he ain't talking about it but I think Floyd's the one that was said he was doing it you know who knows with this guy Floyd um, Dana White is a clown but I don't know you know I don't follow UFC like that a lot so I don't know him to be a liar you know so I know Floyd to sometimes be a liar and to be a promoter. So, you know, are they talking about it? Probably. Um, will he do it if the price is right? Yeah. Um, will he win? <laughs> Probably not unless he's fighting the worst of the worst. But even Kimbo <laughs> Slice came in fighting the worst of the worst and got whooped. Um, even AJ, what's the name? Not AJ Styles. CM Punk came in Brock. fighting oh, yeah. the worst. <laughs> yeah, worst of the worst. But Brock Lesnar, he's a big dude. And he knew he was a wrestler, so he had some kind of, you know, he had some kind of base. Boxing and and in the UFC, boxing isn't really, it's not for boxers. It's not for people with hands. It's for other guys that that can't, that don't have hands. So I don't know. Will he do it? I don't know. I don't know. He's old, you know. But to get a billion, man, to all to get a billion, I, I would do it just to take yeah. an L for a billion. <laughs> You know, and people Jeez. are clowning, and it would be funny. It'd be funny because if he does do anything to take an L, they'll clown him. They'll clown him hard. But the same guys that'll clown him, when McGregor got in there and took that L, it was oh he made a hundred million. It was a win. So you know, oh yeah, I, I'm glad oh, yeah. they yeah I'm glad they said that. So if Floyd goes in there and get his ass whooped, I could just say hey, just like McGregor, McGregor took an ass whooping for. By old ass man for a hundred million, 
uh, Floyd is going to might get beat up by a young dude for uh, $366 million. You know, if we if it's a Damn. three fight deal for for one billion, yeah. so you know, it is you know it is what it is. I, I I doubt it. I really doubt that happens. You know, if you remember the McGregor fight, I told y'all it would happen because I felt that that was something that was going to be easy work and Floyd would do it. But I doubt I doubt that happens, man. No, man, for sure. I mean, um, if it if it's about the money, I can see Floyd wanting to get uh, a lot of that. And if they can put him in there with somebody who's a primary standing-up fighter who wants to throw with you, um, I could see Floyd uh, fighting a low-level guy who wants to throw hands with him, putting him to sleep. But the odds of them putting him in there with somebody who's going to just want to stand with Floyd, highly unlikely. Uh, in fact, I, I could just see somebody that was going against Floyd, low-level or not, just trying to get him on the ground as soon as they can. So. But that's just what those guys do over there. Uh, if you're going with the guy whose primary only attack is from his boxing, you're not going to see Floyd throw any kicks or try to wrestle nobody. So um, it's it, just talking about it, it's crazy. Um, Janelle, um, you know about this world. You 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 work out with boxing and you you get your MMA on. I mean, you think you you know the difference of it? Would you think Floyd is actually really thinking about doing this, even for the price of say a billion dollars? Um, I, I I think he thinks about that perfect record, maybe a little bit more so than some, the money sometimes. Um, do you think there's any truth behind this? And obviously Dana White and Joe Rogan got everybody talking about it now. Um, what's the likelihood? And do you think that the Floyd's actually contemplate doing a three fight MMA deal? Hello? Yes, sir. It's, uh, you we are you? Is that a question for me? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. oh sorry, sorry. I know it's me. Um, I, I think it's highly unlikely, but on the same note, I did hear, like, for five years now that that Floyd has been training in jiu-jitsu, which I don't know how true it is. Still, I still doubt that it's actually uh, true. All that boy said, I did hear how Floyd came out and he said now quick about the whole thing going to MMA. Um, that's just being a white guy. I didn't, I didn't know what think, I was getting the UFC right now is in upper shambles. Upper shambles. Um, his his cash cow coming together right now too because he's bigger than the sport, which I thought was going to happen after he gets the million dollar contract from um, all fighting Floyd in the boxing ring. I said that kind of. Uh, it was really okay. and, and that's exactly what happened. Right now, Conor McGregor, he didn't know. He made more money in that one match than every enemy fighter made combined throughout their whole career. He made that one fight, one boxing match. And he just got asked whether he had knocked out in the office still. He made that much money. So it's like, I really see Conor McGregor creating his own, his own enemy brand. I can see it happen. I can see him very much. He's going to invest that money, all his all these European guys are going to and they're going to rival the UFC. I can I can see it coming. I, I can see it coming, and then it right now regressing because right now the all ratings are down. Uh, John Jones, the other all, all big guys, he's out for three years right now with suspension. I mean, who's really a cash cow right now? MMA, speak about it. Who right now is is really selling right now in MMA? No one is right now. So then White has got to. You know, I mean, he's a fucking lie. He, I mean, of course, he's going to create whatever he'll create to create 
interest in MMA or whatever. But I mean, but we all know that I just don't see for at forty, a forty forty one years old, uh, making an MMA debut. I don't see that happening. It's just being a white trying to figure out that because the MMA right now, or the UFC, I can say, is uh is not as big as it was. That's what I um, I truly believe. They got no stars. They got no stars over yeah. there. And this now, star was kind of a bigger, who right now feels like he's bigger than the brand. And in reality, I mean, <laughs> I no one can really blame him. I mean, prior to that Mayweather fight, his biggest payday was $3 million. $3 million. $3 million. <laughs> I mean, think about that. And then he made $100 million in fighting in a whole other world. I mean, you think about that. Let it marinate for a while. <laughs> It's like Dana White. I mean, he's got to come up with some kind of idea or some kind of uh, some kind of uh, marketing scheme to make the fight UFC relevant again. And this is the year for boxing. You know what I'm saying? And, and this was the year for boxing, not MMA. Oh, 100 percent. I don't think there's any debate about it. I mean, you know, I know uh, Willis boy Jerry Garcia. I believe he could probably come on here and give us a handful of names about UFC stars, every time he calls in, he talks about how much better UFC is than boxing and then mentions that they have all the stars. So I can't think of any really off the top of my head, but I'm sure Willis Man could do that. We ain't really worried about it. Um, this whole thing, though, I hope it's not real. I hope it's just something that comes by and goes away because I don't want to hear this. I don't want to see that Floyd Mayweather um, – on his back and somebody wrestling him and things like that. I mean, I don't know. It's an old man and probably going to be against some super bums. It's just, it's too much of a hypothetical. Like, it's just too much of a of a, a, a myth. I don't see that going on. I don't see it happening. Um, even for the money, I think Floyd cares about that. Oh, a little bit too much. But, hey, man, we'll see how things go. Um, hopefully 2018 is in line for as much as they gave us in 2017. We got some of the fights we wanted to see. Hopefully next year we'll get even more in that, but hopefully we'll we'll see hopefully the fights live up to the standards. Um you know, I think that the whole Triple G versus Canelo rematch coming up. Uh, I think maybe they both could have fought somebody else and then fought each other, but with the decline of Triple G, that's that's the way things go. Um hopefully We'll get somebody like a Mikey Garcia to get in the ring with Lomachenko because there will be no bribery going on there, and he will not quit like Walters and and Rigo did. Hopefully we get the A.J. Wilder fight set up. Wilder's got to get through King Kong Ortiz, which fight that just somehow came back to life after Ortiz faced suspension, which I told Willa about his innocence. And it was proven right. That's right. That's right, it was right. Told you he was innocent. We got a lot coming up. Got a whole lot coming Middleweight division's heating up. There's going to be nowhere to run for Canelo or Triple G after this fight. Welterweight division's heating up. Man, it's... uh. Looking real good, but uh, I don't know about you, Willa, but are you ready to get to these awards and let everybody know what they won this year? 
Oh yeah, no doubt, man. Let's go and get to it, man. I've been I'm excited about this. The first annual outside this bo- uh, boxing podcast uh, uh boxing awards, man. Let's get let's get it. Let's get to it. All right, let's get to it, man. Um we'll start off first. Well, first explain to everybody uh, first explain to everybody how we how we came up with this. Um, and let them know, you know, the, what I think you might've already said it, but if they haven't, if they weren't, if they didn't listen, they weren't listening, let them know, how, oh, right. you know, how we came up with who was going to win. Okay. All right. All right. So basically we had thrown this idea out a few weeks ago about how we wanted to go about what awards to give away, um, and what awards we would not go over the top with as far as stringing you guys along for a whole bunch of nonsense like uh, moment of the year or uh, turning point of the year and all that other shit. So we just kept it simple. We got fighter of the year, knockout of the year, fight of the year, upset of the year, trainer of the year, and the new illustrious donkey of the year, in which we put between five men each time uh, the donkey of the year was hard. We could have put a big list on that one. But as I mentioned earlier, calculating everybody's feedback that I got with the list of five was a little rough in itself. Um, as I mentioned, got the votes from the guys about how they've seen it going this year. Got the votes from the fans, the listeners, um, whether it be by a text message from people I know and keep in touch with or uh, from the DM, the DM. Um, everybody gave me their feedback. We put it out there for people and they let us know what it was. You know, it was it was hard in itself to put all these these votes together and cast who we got coming out. Um, but you know, I'm glad everybody was so easy about it. Instead of Seattle Sime saying, "Oh, you should have had this there. Oh, this shouldn't be there. This should be there." You know, how argumentative he is. I'm glad everybody else was um, a lot more cooperative when it came to this because. You know, we're putting this whole thing together, and that's how we started it off with the Fighter of the Year knockout and all that other stuff. Uh, but it's a list of five people, and, um, and uh, yeah, this is basically how we did. Just put, put the votes together, got it accumulated this morning, and this is how we'll go. So we'll go from the bottom up. We'll save the whole Fighter of the Year for last. Don't want to put that one off first. So going to the Trainer of the Year. Casted this one together, put the votes out there. And a runner-up for trainer of the year was one Virgil Hunter. All know about Virg, the good fight whisperer. Eduardo Garcia. Man, he really got his kid doing some crazy things this year. Danny Garcia uh, really took care of a lot of work. Going to Ronnie Shields. Hell of a year for this guy. And Derek James, you know, the man training the uh, Charlo brother and, and Earl Spence, definitely a good running up. But it all came down to it. Got the votes came in. And that award went to Derek James by majority decision. So congratulations to him. Hopefully he can keep these things going on for for his young stable, putting them out there right there. I, I personally like. Virgil Hunter, but I couldn't give him my vote. You know, Virgil Hunter is a, as I mentioned, a fight whisperer. 
and I'm sure he's going to be in the running and probably make some more noise coming up moving forward. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Good illustrious more for the trainer of the year, though. Oh, man. Willie, you know about this upset of the year, though. I know you had a lot of fun with this one. Hey, hold on, hold on. Let me, you know, let me put my little two cents in on this train of the year. Um, I you uh, all quiet over there. Go ahead, Cole, go, ahead, go ahead. Yeah, no, no. I'm letting you do your thing. So yeah, I um, I I I agree with what these guys said. You know, they got you got the Charlo brother, you got Spence. He's so he's been he's got he's been putting out ass whoopings the whole year. Um, you know, uh, the yeah. fight. Yeah. Uh, what's the fight whisperer? He's got uh. You know, he had Ward. He got some good wins, two good wins this year. Virgil Hunter, um, he's up there. He would be my runner-up. Um, so, and he's got a few other fighters, but they're not, you know, they're not making uh, a, uh, a dent in the game. Like, um, I think it's Jamel, right? He's with Jamel and Spence, if I'm correct. Okay. So, um, yeah, these guys, are yeah, they're putting their work out there. So, I would definitely, you know, that was that was my vote. So uh, I'm glad uh, I'm glad the guys came to the same decision. So uh, I'm I'm down with that 100. percent Most definitely, man. That's a that's a hell of a stable to have right there. So much respect to him. Much respect to him. Hopefully he gets those guys sharpened up for next year coming in, which probably he will. I mean they've been doing some work. But moving along from that, we have upset of the year. There's a lot of upsets this year. One of this one's being most recent with Jacob Truax winning over one James DeGale overseas. No one expected that. That's why these guys on this list. Saddam Ali, Willis guy that, you know, they hang out and take pictures with. His win over my guy, Miguel Cotto. Big upset. <laughs> Big upset, big upset. Jeff Horn, with his win in Australia over Manny Pacquiao on ESPN. Man, who could forget that day when the NBA players and all that stuff, because it was on ESPN, started having the funniest gifts online at boxing. That boxing took a black eye that day. Or did they? <laughs> and then... Earlier in the year, the first fight, Sakit Soren Visai with his first win over Chocolatito, which probably nobody expected Little Chocolate to lose because him and Triple G have been tag-teaming for a while, and that was really unexpected, which much respect to Soren Visai, people questioning that win. We've seen what he did later on in the year. Those are the ones, Willa. And let me see my calculations, what we got here. Man, and it looks like as much as you probably would want the votes to be lean on Saddam Ali, the majority of them came in for Jeff Horn's win over Manny Pacquiao and Australia being the 2017 Outsiders Boxing Podcast upset of the year. You agree with that one, Willis? Uh, no. Um, I don't know what the hell these guys are talking about. You know, it, it was it an upset of the year. I mean, what is it, an upset? Yes, most definitely. Every every uh, fight we had in there was an upset, and they definitely need to be mentioned in this. But Soren Bise came out and beat the best fighter 
uh, the pound for pound best fighter in the game. Yep. You know, I don't. You know, it's it sort of if up. Uh, uh, you know, Horn over Pacquiao. I guess so. But see, the thing is, it was Horn lost that fight, and everybody understands that. You know what I'm saying? That was a sacrifice. You know, um, that might have been the sacrifice of the year. You know, um, but at the end of the day, beating the number one pound for pound boxer, and you're not, you're nowhere close on that list. Um, you know, I don't even know if Manny Pacquiao was still. He might have been top ten at that point, maybe. I don't know. I can't remember. Probably because he's Manny Pacquiao, but not really. Um, right. That's ridiculous. Uh, those guys no, ought to be I ashamed of themselves. Um, and no, I agree. I agree. Uh, we we just gave our award show a black eye with the second with the second <laughs> pick. Um, but you know it is what it is. Our guys voted. You know I respect the guys. Uh, we put our list together. The guys to vote. I respect them all. That's what they came up with. You know if I understand that it was the biggest name upset. Manny Pacquiao getting beat by a bum, but at the end of the day, uh, Chocolatito was considered by many the best pound-for-pound boxer in the game, and he got his ass whooped in front of uh, a lot of his fans out there in uh, NYC, I believe. The same night, another upset of the year is when Jacobs, our our hull of the year, is when Jacobs gave uh, Triple G that work in Madison Square Garden also. Same. I think yeah. that was the same night. If I if I if I remember, I was there live. I saw it in the um, Nicaraguan's eyes as the guy was just getting bloodied up by this guy who he called who I called Baby Pacquiao. Then the next fight, I saw the same look in the Russian fan's eyes as Triple G was getting his ribs barbecued by um, by uh, Danny Jacobs. Oh, so yeah. you know that would have been my vote. That that definitely is my vote. But you know. Our guys have ta- uh, have spoke, so it is what it is. I don't know if Janelle's still there. Janelle, you there? Maybe not. Who did Who did Janelle vote for? Do you know? Did he vote? Um, I have to look that one up throughout all these papers I got, Willa. But I know um, I didn't put a letter next to him. But I was, I was in disagreement. Also, I was uh, leaning towards Jacob Truax. That was my upset pick of the year over James DeGale, fighting overseas. Um, didn't leave no doubt. But DeGale had just looked like it's, shit the, the the fight before that, I believe, right? Who did DeGale well, fight before that? I need to look. Well, no. Badu Jack, he was in a hell of a fight with Badu Jack. Oh, Badu Jack, Jack. He, he had just lost the fight. Yeah. yeah. He just draw. really lost to Badu Jack. <laughs> it yeah, was a tough-ass fight. Was a good fight. Um, right. But the thing about yeah. that is, is – is, yeah, you got Soren Visa over Chocolatito when a lot of people thought that, yo, Roman Gonzalez really won that fight. People had an argument for Roman Gonzalez winning that fight. He had him stunned a few times. I didn't know that when the when the decision was made, I was like, oh, shit. I didn't think they'd give it to him. That's why I was on it. And uh, Pacquiao, or, um, the uh, 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 Pacquiao horn thing, um, yeah, I guess it had the somewhat similar same effect on it. The, the uh, people thought that horn lost, but Pacquiao or you know, that's what they thought. They thought Horn lost Pacquiao won, but it turned out to be the other way. Uh, the thing with Jacob Truax and uh, even Saddam Ali, who had one vote, <laughs> uh, you know, it was against an injured guy in the seventh round. I think that's what people took away from it. But the thing about with Jacob Truax is that he left no doubt at all. Tough to fight when you're injured, you know? 
One time. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. I would have wanted No quit. No quit. But, uh, yeah, that's, I think that's the only thing that lies in the difference of these whole upsets is that Jacob Truax left no doubt in his fight. Salam Ali, don't really count. You beat an old man who had a torn tricep. Jeff Horn and Soren Visai, they left doubts in that fight, and there was a lot of questions to be answered, which, you know, we'll see if Jeff Horn does that in his upcoming fight. But Soren Visai definitely shut up the critics about thinking that, who thought that it was a fight that he had robbed, you know, chocolate people with. So um, I think that's the only difference in it. But nonetheless, it's all about the fans. So, um, you know, it is what it is. Um, I wish Janelle was here to give us his feedback, but. No worries, no worries. Um, we will move up to the fight of the year after that. Just mentioned one, which was fight of the year, was James DeGale and Badu Jack. They put on some good work, man. Um, definitely one of those fights that was back and forth. Definitely one of those fights. The big man fight, AJ versus WK. <laughs> Vladimir Klitschko and Anthony Joshua. Man, that was uh, one of those ones for the ages, 100%. Uh, second or third running up for the fight of the year would be your guy, Skeet Soren Visai and Roman Gonzalez in the second bout that they had and with Soren Visai. Put the little chocolate down for a really long count. <laughs> Soren Visai, hell of a performance. And I guess by default, we got Canelo versus Triple G just because of the whole hype behind it for the last year or so. It was the next big mega fight, and it was actually a good fight. The outcome with the judge scoring that was ridiculous is what left the black eye on the fight. But the fight in itself, we got a little scrap between those two guys. So star power to get him in there. Now, um, going to the votes that we have here, you know, as much as we disagree with this sometimes, it is what it is. It's all about the vote and the fans and the percentage. And for the fight of the year, we got AJ versus WK. Took over the votes coming from the people on Twitter, text message, and Facebook group messaging. Vladimir Klitschko and Anthony Joshua, Willa. Was that your fight of the year? Uh, I'm not mad at that. Um, I think the uh, first Soren Vise versus uh, Chocolatito was, would probably have been my pick, or since it wasn't on there, the DeGale uh, Badu Jack is, is my pick for that. But I'm not mad at the, uh, you know, big, big heavyweight fight, um, very, very anticipated fight. Two knockdowns, guy comes back, you know, almost, there was almost a decapitation in that fight, um, you know, but it was against the old man. Oh, yeah. That's why I wouldn't give it, that's why I didn't get, it, I wouldn't give it my vote. It didn't get my vote, but, you know, I'm not mad at that one. You know, like I said, it was, uh, I had to, if I had to pick out of those five, I would go with the Gail Jack, but, um, um, Definitely. but, the first, the first Soren Vise versus uh, uh, Chocolatito fight was one for the ages, man. They, these boys was going at it; they were going at it hard. So, um, you know, that's what that's what oh, my yeah. vote is. I think, I think we do have Janelle on now, so we can see what his vote was for the fight of the year. I think he started the show off by uh, 
letting us know what it was, but we can go. Janelle, what what do you have, my man? Oh, I definitely Fight had Vince or Kell Brook. I think so. I know anybody picking a Vladimir or uh, Joshua, but that fight was pretty sloppy. I mean, yes, it was exciting, but there was a lot of sloppy technique in that fight. And like you said, Vladimir was well past his prime. I mean, a lot of technique looks sloppy. You know what I'm I mean, it is what it is. A lot of these punches are real sloppy. The technique doesn't look like how it did back in the 70s, watching heavyweights back then. You know what I mean? If you take the Kell Brook Alvin Spence fight, that was two high-level guys, two elite fighters in the physical prime of their careers. You saw a lot of technique, a lot of adjustments being made. Chris shot punches and combinations from both guys. A lot of times you just you, know, you just saw that in, in, in that fight, and it was and it was very exciting. It reminds I said it before. It reminds me of the Delahoy and Shane Mosley first fight, and both guys in the time of their career. There was a lot of technique, a lot of adjustments being made. It wasn't just two guys just throwing haymakers in there. It was a lot of technique and sound technique. Chris Thompson's footwork from both guys. You saw you saw a lot of adjustments and. Chris punches and, and that's not thing. I don't think I don't think anybody could deny that. I mean that fight was just sharp technique. And I'm I'm no, just no. big on that stuff. I don't know if it's just me, but I'm real big on that stuff. But that's oh, my for thing. sure, for sure. No, I got you, my no, man. I, I got you. Um, we have we have honorable honorable mentions as we just mentioned before when we mentioned the upset of the year. You know, I told Willa this. Willa agreed with me. And it was just something we, we would have the honorable mentions, like, you know, the upset of the year should have been Danny Jacobs over Triple G at the fight you guys were attending. But honorable and, mention for and sure. That was a good fight. That, that was a real good fight also. That was a real good that fight. Was that was a real good fight. fight. Yeah, that and was, that was probably, probably the best fight. card the of the year. Row. I was in the fourth room. So I was like, hey, yeah. No, that, that might have been the best uh, two co-main events of the year, the best fight card of the year. That was two battles. Back to back, so you know that was a good fight. Yeah, that, that was a good, good card. That was a good fight. And the only that reason I would say uh, Brooks and Willa, yeah, only reason I wouldn't say Brooks Prince because go ahead. I, I was about to say Willa, man, shame on you, man. We really should have went to Club Forty Forty that night. I heard that shit was popping too. But yeah, y'all didn't want to go out. <laughs> oh. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what was wrong with y'all that night, man. I had a VIP, all my other fucks and everything, man. Seriously, oh, man. See, yeah. I'm taking, I'm oh, yeah, I'm I, had on, I had on tennis shoes. I had on tennis nah, shoes. Man, I, That's what it was. Nah, still, it don't matter, man. You got to enjoy yourself, man. I heard that shit was popping that night, man. Y'all let me down. And waste money, too. That damn VIP lineup for us everything. Nah, seriously, man. <laughs> I kept talking him into it. I'm like, come on, let's just go there. I got the VOP. I was like, man, y'all some party poopers. Oh, come man. Out. Poopers. Hey, no, it letdown. closed at the word. The, the truth was, was it closed at two o'clock. We got out now, of the, the, the fight at twelve thirty, and o'clock? and I had on tennis shoes, so I had to go Nothing around get it. Get... At two o'clock. Nothing closed me oh, at two o'clock. That's crazy. Hey, nah, I man. don't know, man. I think <laughs> it was D that let us down. I'm gonna blame D. Not a word. Nah, D wanted to go. <laughs> okay, D went the following day. He said that shit was crazy. Oh, I bet. I bet D would want to be out there. It seemed like, seemed like it, anyways. But man, um, you know, I think uh, uh, Willie, you were saying that you didn't. Uh, the only reason you wouldn't uh, put the uh, Spence fight with uh, Kell Brook there was because why? Just because it wasn't blood and guts. 
I, I understand where where um, Janelle's coming from. Like, it's a very tactical fight. It was a lot of action, no doubt. Um, but, you know, people want to see the blood and guts. We don't want to see a guy quit. You know, when a guy quit, it's sort of, but it was you know. It, was it, it, it wasn't like one shot he quit. It wasn't like Victor Ortiz. No, no, he got beat up. Exactly, he got beat up and he got bro- he got broken down. Is what it was, he got broken down. No, it didn't. It was still no doubt. It, it was still eleven good rounds of action. It wasn't like it was just two rounds and he quit. It was eleven rounds good action. It was eleven rounds of good action. No, no, it was a good fight. I'm yeah. It was great. Fight, I'm not man. denying that. I I I feel you. That's that's a good vote. I'm not hating on that at all. That's a good vote. That's a that's respectable. It's just I the the the, the 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 Gale versus Badu Jack I think was a similar fight, and it was a, and they were you know I think that was a similar it was a very skillful fight. Well, they weren't as skilled, but it was exactly. you know it was a good fight, and they were going blood and guts. Yeah, but it was a little more blood and guts in the AJ and and the Vlad. It was more hype, and it and it sort of lived up to the hype. You see what I'm saying? I mean, so that's why I think I mean, a lot of people get that because it's sloppy as hell. Sloppy. I understand yeah, I mean, that it was sloppy, but but it lived up to the hype. A lot of a lot of fights don't live up to the hype, and that one did. That one. And did. so did Carlos Prince. That's what the hell. It did. I'm mean, not. It did. I'm not hating on that. Yeah, the the only thing I would uh, uh, debate that one with is that the fact that. Um, you know, Chocolate Brownies took the two toughest fights back to back that he possibly could have going up fighting Triple G, getting um, his eye injured, and um, and you know getting right in there with Spence, and same thing ended up happening to him. So that's the only thing I take away from it because as we mentioned before, um, you know, Kel Brook was looking good until he got damaged. So um, that's just the green that we mentioned about about. Um, Earl Spence from time to time. Ain't no thing, though. Definitely a good honorable mention because that fight was dope. It was uh, it had me on the edge of my seat 100%. So, um, yo, let's uh, let's get to the uh, knockout of the year. Mikey Garcia. <laughs> man, Mikey Garcia, when he knocked out my man, uh, Val Tyson, however you say his name. That was really cool. That was really dope. I like that one. Um, David Lemieux knocked out Curtis Stevens. Vicious, vicious, vicious bedtime story. Uh, Josh Greer, when he KO'd James Smith. Man, you guys got to look these up on YouTube. If you're listening and don't know what we're talking about, look these up as soon as you hear it, and, and you'll see why these are put on the list. And um, and one, well, I never was a thought I'd been on here. You could have put so many others on this list. But uh, um, Sammy Vasquez getting knocked out by Louis Colazzo. Louis Colazzo really put his ass down for a hard one this year. Uh Never thought I'd see him on that. So, um, you know, for those ones, we had uh, some vicious knockouts, good bedtime stories. And uh, let's see what we got here. For the uh, votes casted in of knockout of the year, it goes to Mikey Garcia. Man, this really got He got a lot of the votes, man. Really got most of them there from everybody. Um, Coming in second with a close second. Uh, from anybody else because no one else probably knew who Josh Greer was and the Louis Colazzo one is really a slept-on knockout as well. It was obviously David Lemieux knocking out Curtis Stevens because that was a, a vicious bedtime story. But Mikey Garcia, Willa, when he came back in the ring and put down my man, when he was bouncing off the ropes, looked at him, didn't see what was coming, boom, thunderous right hand over the top with my man's hands down. 
basically getting a free shot on the guy after really hurting him. Mikey Garcia, man, this guy made a lot of noise this year, Willa, and he started the year off with a bang and finished it up pretty good by washing Adrian Broner. Mikey Garcia gets a knockout of the year, and I can't say I'm mad at that one because, you know, that one was uh, actually one I had voted for. So uh, for those who people think I hate uh, Mikey Garcia, nah, man, that that knockout, you got my vote. I don't know about you, Willa. How you feeling about it? Uh, yeah. You know, I'm not mad at that. There was a crucial. He had him bopped up. He came from around. He, he yeah, it was a it was a vicious knockout. I I would have gave it to um my man. I think his name was uh, David Benavidez. He gave uh um Medina some guy named Medina uh, uh, like an eight piece KO. You know, I think that oh, was the that sickest was knockout I've probably ever seen. Yeah, that was oh, that was on the list. So we ain't mad at it. Porky, exactly. Yeah. He gave Porky that that, that <laughs> six or seven uh, combo KO. I think that that would have like been my vote. Um, yeah. Yeah. A uh, Wilder knocking out Stavern. That was a good one. But uh, yeah, I'm not mad at it. Out, of, out of the guys we got out there. I would have said Mikey Mikey Garcia uh, was the best one. I uh, you know I ain't mad at I ain't mad at that. So uh, so yeah, I'm not mad at that one. Janelle, right. who'd you have? I like Wilder Stavern. I think that's why I'm trying to run like a dead man. I mean, that's just my personal pick. I mean, like, I mean, I mean Mike Garcia was a vicious knockout as well. I mean, I'm not knocking that. Personally, I take my other run. Okay, cool. All right, there it is. There it is. Okay, um, now we're going to move on to the fighter of the year. Go ahead, Janelle, my bad. What you got, Janelle? Oh, fighter of the year? No, no, oh, yeah, no, no, no. We'll, right. we'll come back to you. It's huh? all good. We're going to fighter of the year right now, Janelle. Uh, fighter of the year, this was a tough one, man. All right, so here we got contestants being Anthony Joshua, Terrence Crawford, Andre S.O.G. Ward. Undisputed. Two, no, my two, uh, two wins my. against Kovalev. Nothing. <laughs> Don't forget about it, ladies and gentlemen. Willow will remind you any chance he can. <laughs> uh, below him was uh, somebody, Teddy, I was at number one. Nomaschenko, Mikey Garcia, and Eskiz Soren, Visai on the list. Now, notice we had an extra one on this list because Fighter of the Year, it just it could have been up there for either one of these guys. Anthony Joshua had a great year. Terrence Crawford unified the division. Andre Ward beat down the big bad wolf. Lomachenko makes guys quit. Mikey Garcia comes back on a rampage, beating everybody. Eskiz Soren, Visai put out the number one pound for pound early in the year and later on in the year he put him out for good. And calculations here got Looks like he was unanimous. Fighter of the year for Storm B side, my man. Wow. A guy that probably nobody could pronunciate his name. Nobody knew who he was and all of a sudden coming out and being fighter of the year. Look man, honestly, um I don't I don't know where we go from that right there <laughs> because you got AJ who basically got the award from all the boxing writers this year. Everyone loves Anthony Joshua. Terrence Crawford, hard to debate, man. My guy, I mean, he unified the division. Andre Ward, well, he, he you could say he was fighter of the year for the first half of the year, 100%, but the year goes on down the road. That's why I think he – uh, didn't get majority of votes for sure. First half of the season, Andre Ward was fighter of the year, in my opinion. Lomachenko, 
you don't get much credit for paying guys off. Mikey Garcia did really good. He uh, he was actually second in the voting. Mikey Garcia was. I think we have a big population of Mexican fans listening to the show. That's okay. But Soren Visa, the guy you call Baby Pacquiao, will have voted Fighter of the Year. Agree or disagree? Oh yeah, I'm 100 percent with that. In fact, it was to the you know you didn't even have him on the list at first, which was crazy. And I just had to let you know that this guy put in the most. He 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 had two fights, but again he beat the he he had a close fight against the best the pound for pound one of the pound for pound guys. You know even though Andre Ward was the pound for pound guy, they, for some reason he wasn't. A lot of people aren't saying it, but then he came out and proved that he won that fight by knocking his ass out. So, you know, it, it doesn't get any better than that. Ward did the same thing, but um, I think it was his second fight was this year. He had the KO this year, uh, yeah, if I'm correct. So, uh, yeah. So, um, you know, uh, yeah, Soren B-side definitely for me. Um, it, it doesn't get any better than that. You know, a few other guys yeah. had more fights, but were, were they against, you know, a top, the number one pound-for-pound guy? And then it was a close fight. Then he slept him. It gets no better than that. Storm B side is definitely. Uh, he's definitely the, my uh, my boxer of the year for sure. And obviously the outsiders uh, boxing podcast fight of the year, and that's well well deserved. Yes, sir. We're gonna have to make a little post for him being the fighter of the year. We'll make posts for all these guys, but we definitely got to give Storm B side a lot of respect. So uh, we'll give him that one. And then we go into the final award of the year, going to the prestigious donkey of the year. Will it Hold on. Did Janelle, do you agree? Agree on what? Fighter of the oh. year. Who you got? Then we'll move on. Fighter oh. of the year. Who did you have? Well, like R.C. said, I mean, a word had it for the first half, and he didn't fight the second half of the year, so he can't give them. But knocking out Kovalev was a big step, you know. Uh, Kovalev, he seemed uh, um, indestructible. It was like Shane knocking out Margarito. Probably even, even more of a knockout. But um, um, it's a, it's a call. I'm not quite sure ESPN will give it to uh, Lomachenko. Uh, personally, um, oh yeah, I, I, I don't know. You had Crawford, you had Garcia, Lomachenko. I think it's out of those three. It's out of those three guys. So it, it wasn't Soren V. It wasn't Soren V. Say the the guy that got the most votes for us. The guy that beat Chocolatito twice this year. The guy that did the exact same thing Ward did, except he did it in well, one you know, year. You know, you know, hey, you're right. I forgot about him. I forgot about him. I guess because like, he's not that well known. But, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he could definitely be in the mix. Right. Um, that's actually pretty good. But, yeah, I definitely put him in the mix. But I can't really give it a call. I mean, I won't really argue if anybody picking one of those guys I mentioned. Uh, Crawford Garcia, uh, do the beat Lomachico. Twice and uh, I won't argue. I, I really won't argue. But personally, I'll I'll probably go with Crawford. He seemed more dominant. He seemed more dominant the whole year. Yeah, I mean, cool. Cool. Like, and like I said, not bad, not bad. I won't, man. I won't argue with anyone else says no. Oh yeah, it's a tough. It was a tough list, man. It's a tough debate, man. These guys had great years this year, man. You know, um, big fights for them all. And much respect to Soren B side. That guy, he um, he did what he had to do. Crawford moving up in weight, and um, I guarantee you, if he continues what he's doing moving forward, it's gonna be he's gonna be a runner up, or if not, the fighter of the year for what he's got lined ahead. But nonetheless, gentlemen, 
the most prestigious award out of everybody coming up this year, the Outsiders Boxing Podcast, Donkey of the Year, of course. The word donkey made famous by one Charlamagne the God who gives a, a, a awards to people on the breakfast club over on Heart Radio. Oh, someone check your sound over there. Um, <clears throat> but nonetheless, man, we got a donkey of the year for boxing who has a whole lot of donkeys uh, week in and week out. And, uh, yeah, let's see what we got coming up for that. Um the award, the uh, catalyst for Donkey of the Year, Sergey Crusher Kovalev, for his whole word approach, thinking that all he had to do was show up and he was going to beat Andre Ward. Thought that he was the big bully that was going to get uh, payback on what was a wrongful decision in his side. Made a lot of racist remarks. Was a real jerk to to John David Jackson in his corner, not listening to him, and you know basically. Uh, just having him damn near be a water boy, especially in the first fight when he wasn't listening to him and listening to his Russian water boy. He found out out the hard way. Disrespect boxing and disrespect you back. Next candidate, A.B., Adrian Broner. We couldn't have donkey of the year without Adrian Broner involved. Um, my man has had a, a crazy year, bowling problems, beating people up, taking money back. Uh, randomly punching people in Las Vegas, walking on the strip, suicide attempt. Adrian Broner's been all over the place. Getting his... <laughs> we could go on of things Adrian Broner did this year as far as getting his vehicle shot at. When he first heard the shots from his vehicle, he thought that they were base for coming from his speakers, but it was really bullet shots. So that's a donkey there we could go on about. Next candidate, Conor McGregor, because he is boxing, right? But he got beat up by a 40-year-old man who really didn't throw any punches at him and made him meet his words, <laughs> you know. Um, next donkey of the year, Manny Pacquiao. Cherry picking gone wrong. <laughs> and he ended up finding out that cherry picking could be dangerous. And the final candidate for drop for uh, donkey of the year will be the LeVar Ball of Boxing, Angel Garcia himself, for dropping the M-bomb for the most of it. And we already know how much Angel Garcia gets clowning when it comes to fight time for Danny Garcia, so much so that he got the gag order when Danny Garcia got in the, uh, was in the press conference with Keith Thurman because of this, these comments alone. Um, and I don't think it's surprising the most. I know Willa might agree with this one. The majority votes go to Angel Garcia, at Crazy Angel on Instagram, for those who don't believe us. Angel Garcia earns the illustrious Outsiders Boxing Podcast Donkey of the Year for all his ridiculous antics and dropping the end bomb during his press conferences when, you know, this fight was put on on broadcast television for PBC. You can't have stuff like that going on. Angel Garcia, Willa, he's the man who won this award by the majority vote. I think um, a lot of people were ready for that one as soon as they seen him in there. Runner-up for the second donkey of the year was Adrian Broner, but I'm sure he'll have a chance to get that one next year. But... 
as of this year, it's uh, Angel Garcia, Willa. How you feel about that? You with it or you out? Oh, come on now. This is another one that the people have spoken again. Um, this is <laughs> one that you left out the initial the initial list for some reason. I have to tell you, come on, man. And, and um, you know, like I said before, you can't be a non-black guy um, over 40 years old dropping the N-bomb, over really 25 years old dropping the N-bomb. And, and, and with that said, you know, my vote wasn't really him. It was uh, I had it together. I had Uh-oh. dropping the N bombs in boxing, and this goes to Uh-oh. a guy that uh, you know that was on the other show that called in today, dropped off, called in a couple of weeks ago, drunk as hell. We're talking about D from the A four three dropping the N bomb on on Outsiders Boxing Podcast a few weeks ago or a few months ago oh, when, no. when we were fresh, very saucy. He gets the donkey of the year. Him and Angel get the donkey of the year for me. These boys out here dropping the N bomb. If you're over 25, if you're over really 23 years old and you're not black, I, you know, I, you shouldn't be saying that. And you know, I'm glad the people have spoken. Um, for like I said, for some reason we don't know why you left him off. Um, but those guys, I, I agree. I agree with the people for sure. Uh, Adrian, uh, no, Angel Garcia and Dennis Schmidt are the donkeys <laughs> of the year in boxing. I'm 100% with that. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, I left him off the list because it was most likely, or I thought we were keeping it with the fighters um, alone, but, you know, we forget that trainers, well, I forgot at least you were on top of it. Trainers should be accountable more so for that, especially since. Angel Garcia does all the talking for Danny Garcia during press conferences. So Angel is as much as a sideline character as he is, um, as if a fighter was running his mouth. So Angel Garcia, but um, but um, you got that one. And if his son plans on staying busy in 2018, we'll be getting a whole lot more of Angel Garcia uh, uh, quotes and all that stuff moving forward. So uh, I'm pretty sure he'll be up in the running for next year's also. Um, but yo, that's it. Much respect to everybody. Hey, hold on. Hey, I got a few seconds, uh, man. Hey, I got a few. Hey, RC, I got a few seconds. We had our guy. We had 310 on the line. um, uh, So I'll just give them a chance to speak before they get out. Uh, 310, you're on Outsiders Boxing. Uh, What you think of the awards, man? What you got to say? Hey, what's up, y'all? It's JP. My audio okay? Yeah, sounding great. Yo, what's up, JP? You good? You good? Yeah, yeah, man. So I'm I'm a I'm gonna take exception with the Angel Garcia thing first of all because that's accepted in the culture if they like Dominican or Puerto Rican. Is that right? That that's right, right? Exactly. I don't know. If I'm from listen, Texas. If you listen to Fat Joe like, uh, and Big Punisher, I mean, they exactly. Talk the exactly. Exactly. So. Niggas got. I mean, we got to lay off Angel for that. You know what I mean? That's how. Down. That's that's how they just talk, man. They 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 us. They they feel like they us. So man, it's it's all family like that. You know. Remember back, to t- uh, remember back. Oh, back in like oh two oh one when J Lo had that song. She said nigga in her song, and uh, and and a lot of black artists came on, all defending her and stuff. This was like oh one oh two. I forgot that. It's a song she had with Ja Rule. 
uh, back when Jabra was still pop. I think it was oh one oh two, um, and she said nigga in her song and and like and like and like, and like oh my MTV was coming down on her for it. Oh, but then guys like Noriega came out and they was defending her. Okay, like uh, uh, she grew up among us. I mean, because of course in New York or the Bronx, where she's from, it's a high Puerto Rican population, which is like a uh, uh, Puerto Rican and black are basically the same. And she grew up around a lot of them, so it's like it, it, it just is what it is. I don't really knock Angel, Angel Garcia for it. Absolutely, and I feel like you know, you know, a lot of Dominican guys, Puerto Rican guys, that tell you straight out their mouth that you know they consider themselves a part of you know their heritage is African American, African. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm going to talk about the fighter of the year, man. I think the fighter of the year has is kind of subjective here. A lot of now the Sarung Vasai shit I completely disagree with because that's totally dependent upon that fabricated fucking uh pound for pound champion, that HBO fabrication, um, Chocolatito. That's the only reason you guys are saying this. Because Chocolatito was never the pound for pound fucking uh he was HBO's pound for pound fabrication. So Sarung Vasai did not beat pound for pound king. So I just totally disagree with Sarung Vasai. Um but who I will say now, who had the most meaningful win of the year? Now, when I say meaningful, what, what falls under that umbrella? What falls under that umbrella is um, the highest competition, the highest profile, fighters both in their prime, um, you know, just the, the elite of the elite, the fight and the fight that made the true pound for pound of the year was Kovalev Andre Ward. Yes, Andre Ward was inactive for the second part of the year. However, Andre Ward took out, you know, for the pound for pound fight, either of those guys who would have won that fight would have been the pound for pound guy. And he took him out emphatically. And I think that really puts him in the running. He had the most meaningful win this year. Um, the guy who accomplished the most this year, hands down, is Terrence Crawford. You know, we have a, an entire weight class unification, and that doesn't come around often. So he accomplished the most this year, hands down. Um, and Anthony Joshua should also be in the conversation. Now, he's not – maybe he's not the lineal king for whatever that's worth, depending on who you're talking to. That lineal champion belongs to Tyson Fury. Um, but Andre uh, Anthony Joshua had a far more emphatic victory in a great fight with, you know, the guy who reigned at the heavyweight division for a decade, and Vladimir Klitschko. So, you know, to me, if, if I had to give my vote, I'd give it to Ward, just on the fact that I just felt the win meant the most in boxing. And um, the Sabrung Vasai shit, man, I couldn't disagree anymore. Um, Adrian Broner, for me, definitely will get the donkey of the year, simply because this year was the first year where I said, I no longer want to see you. Has he been subpar for a few years now? Yeah, but I still wanted to see him. But now he's just becoming a, a character of himself, man. You know, he just stays in trouble with the law, and and his performance is no longer um, holding the weight of the outside of the ring antics. And so I, this is the first year where I said, you a clown now. You know, and I, I don't believe there's going to be no renaissance. He's going to go dedicate himself. Yeah, that's what they're going to sell to us. You know, when he come back next year, they're going to sell us. He's rededicated himself. Uh, they'll show him at the fucking park with his kids and shit. 
and now he's a family man, and he's had this fucking light dawn on himself, and he's just cut off all the old ties and the bad friends. But it's going to be all bullshit, man. Yeah, I think he's, he's reached the ceiling, and then we, he is who he is. And that's somebody who's another person I no longer want to see, and Danny Garcia is making me see him as fucking Brandon Rio. So, you know, hopefully 2018, after we rid, get rid of those clowns, we'll have a good year of boxing, man. 100%. No, I hear you, man. I hear you. And like I said, um, with the uh, fighter of the year, I had Andre Ward, first half fighter of the year, but, you know, the one fight doesn't count, you know. I mean, the um, one fight doesn't make for the whole year um, is, is, is up for debate. The um, The Anthony Joshua – Definitely up for consideration, but you know, after he did beat Klitschko, he had a a, a, um, a fighter who didn't have. Oh, I believe he was a substitute fight, and he was a midget, and he struggled with him. So Anthony Joshua, he still got a little bit more work to do. But um, a lot of these can be made cases for man. Most definitely, um, the uh, uh, every every award that we had on here, um, you know, it was all casted in. Everybody put it together, and you know, you know got me up early and put the numbers up together, and we got what we got. We didn't agree with all of them, but, um, you know, definitely appreciate the uh, the positive feedback, my man. It's always good to hear from you. Um, mention that you're always welcome anytime you want to come on the show and um, voice your opinion because that's how we get – we all make debate about here. No one wants to hear a show where we all agree with each other. Me and Willa never agree with each other. Um, so, uh, you know, it all made for a good one, though. So uh, I, I definitely respect your opinion, uh, appreciate you coming on. And uh, dropping that knowledge for us, my man. We all, um, we all, we got in here. So, hey, man, we appreciate it, bro. I appreciate you coming on and um, giving us that feedback. Hey, no doubt, man. Happy holidays to you guys. Uh, have fun with your families, man. Take it in and enjoy the holiday. Yes, sir, my man. Like well as you. Well, Willa, we have a special episode coming next week. Well, we're going to have a little reunion coming on around here. Should be fun for all the listeners of uh, of where they kind of recognize us all coming from. We're going to have a global show coming on next week, and I'm really excited for that. But I'm just equally excited for getting these awards going off this week and uh, really having this crazy year of boxing tied into one, and next year we can uh, celebrate, or next week we can celebrate getting the New Year's started on New Year's Eve uh, with some of the uh, old characters from the show. And um, you got anything you want to wrap up before we get up out of here, my man? Uh, no, no. Just a uh, shout-out to Janelle for coming through, uh, JP. Uh, shout-out for D for calling and hanging up. Uh, shout-out to a guy, I think it was 518, called in, but he hung up. We we seen you, just couldn't get to you uh, in time. But, um, yeah, man, uh, that's it, man. Y'all have a Merry Christmas tomorrow, and we'll catch y'all next week for sure. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody be safe out there tonight. Hope you enjoy your time with you and yours, all the loved ones. Hopefully you guys can see the smile on people's faces when they open opening presents that they received from you because, as we all know, giving is better than receiving at the end of the day. And, you know, I was talking to Willa about, how he has, or if he had all his shopping done. I got all my stuff done, but I got to go get the white girl something real quick right now. So I am going to be that guy. I warned everybody not to be shopping on the 24th, uh, except I got a clue of what I got to get. So I'm going to make my trip in and out. 
rather safe. Ain't nobody stiff-arming me. This ain't no Black Friday stuff. So um, for everybody out there, appreciate you guys all for joining the show. Um, hope you tune in for us next week. Got a very special show lined up, and it should be uh, one for the ages. Probably going to be one of the best shows we have all year with some of these voices and some of these characters we got coming along. But as of now, hope you all have a merry, merry Christmas tomorrow. Have a good, safe night tonight. Friends and family, enjoy yourself. Um, enjoy the blessings, everybody. Speaking for myself in the San Joaquin District of Hanford, California, Central California. My man, D. Willa, I know Houston, Texas is missing you. Uh, and for everybody out there, you guys have a good one, man. We're the Outsiders of Boxing Podcast, and we'll be, we will be back next Sunday with a jam-packed episode. You guys all take care. We out. Mama, I love you. P.O.P. All the time.